The Untamed Healer podcast is for us to come together and have conversations around secret desires, the things that people aren't talking about or too afraid to, what lights your soul on fire and yet you're silently whispering. I call these the healer's kink. The energy of this podcast is unfuckwithable, unfiltered, unbecoming, taking up space at the table and standing in your power. Consider this podcast the grounded, revamped, unapologetic spiritual school for the untamed healer. This is for healers, lightworkers, soulpreneurs, and service-minded spiritual entrepreneurs who are ready to have the details on how to create a life and spiritual business that finally sets your soul free. Welcome to the corner of the internet where we take up space, where we do not give our power away to anything outside of us. We stand up, clear our fears one by one, and boldly move toward what we are intending and manifesting with courage and confidence. I'm your host, Kristen Jones. Let's head to the show. Welcome back to the Untamed Healer podcast. As promised, I wanted to bring you a really fun series to support you in your growth as a healer, as a spiritual being, and to really take your life, your healing business, your healing, and your spiritual gifts and abilities to that next level with some tangible tips and steps and things to make you like really sink in and consider and also put into aligned AF action because you know, and if you don't, here we do things radically different. And also what I see a lot of in the spiritual community that literally makes me roll my eyes is like this energy of like lean back and let the universe bring it to me. I'm not going to do a thing like swinging from the masculine all the way over to the feminine and doing nothing. And look, the ship has arrived. And sometimes all we have to do is jump into the water and swim and we will be lifted into this amazing ship. And this is the aligned action that we get to take. So today, what I really want to talk to you about is stepping into self-trust with your spiritual gifts and abilities. It is one thing to know that we have these really incredible abilities. And sometimes it's like, what is happening? What is actually going on? <laughs> and it's another thing to really trust and embody these gifts that we have that are just so innate. They're so unique and they're at truly a soul level. And whether you have been tapped in and tuned on, as Abraham Hicks says, tapped in, tuned on, or if you have been just discovering your gifts and abilities. And so it doesn't matter where you are in your journey. What we're going to do today is I'm going to give you three tips to create self-trust within your spiritual gifts and abilities. And it's always really interesting. I wanted to share with you something that actually dropped into my mind when I hit record on this episode. I had no idea I was going to share this. So it's really interesting. For me, I have always been a lucid dreamer, but I never really thought that as a gift as I do now as you know, someone that has been in the spiritual world into my spiritual journey for many, many years now. But for me, when my spiritual gifts started coming online after my spiritual awakening, I started realizing there were gifts that I had all along that I didn't even realize that I had. And then along the way, some of mine 
also started really activating that were kind of surprising and almost shocking. (laughs) So I have a few personal soul gifts that I know for sure, and I'm sure there are more coming, but there are two that are very prevalent that I utilize all the time inside of my containers, in my business, all the time, and they are so much fun to use. But one that came online, if you will, was when I was doing one-on-one spiritual life coaching for women with stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. This was actually before I had my Akashic Records reading that I talked about in one of the first few episodes of the Untamed Healer podcast where it had like doors just flew open and quantum illumination Reiki started coming in, my style of Reiki that I've channeled. And it was really interesting because at that point in time, I didn't know that I was already helping healers in what I do now. Like healers, like supporting healers is part of my soul mission. And I didn't realize I was already doing this. But one of my clients, one time we were having a conversation in an app called Voxer. I love utilizing this app with my clients for all of my coaching containers, as well as the app called Slack, just to basically, if you're unaware of what it is, it's a private messaging app that we can have conversations outside of when our regular calls are. And it gives me the opportunity to be able to support them in between calls because life, like life happens and things come up and I want to be able to support them to the best of my abilities. So I was having a conversation with one of my clients And then put the phone down and I was, I remember this so freaking clearly. I was standing in my kitchen and I heard her name and then I heard like through my clairaudient channel, her saying something and then I responded in my mind and then she responded back and then I responded and then this went on for several minutes and then I picked up my phone, got into Voxer and I was like, yo, did we just have a conversation? She's like, um, did we just have a conversation? <laughs> it was the coolest thing. So we were doing this thing called ESP. And I'm like, wow, we are literally having a conversation back and forth with each other energetically. Like, what just happened? It was so amazing. And when this activated and turned on, I was like, oh my gosh, it's not that I didn't think that people could do this before, but I was just so blown away and almost taken aback, like, holy crap, I can do this thing. And it's always funny. It's not one that I talk about a whole lot, but it's really funny when you do bring up something like this. And maybe if you have like psychic abilities or even medium abilities, some of the questions that are asked are like, okay, well, tell me what the future is. Or, well, what am I thinking now? And I'm like, well, I'm really not tapped into this right now? And do I even want to be reading your mind? I don't even know if I want to. (laughs) So it's really interesting when our spiritual gifts and abilities come online and really stepping into this energy of self-trust and gaining that trust within like this deep, deep trust to be able to utilize these gifts because they're activating and they are amplifying for us for a reason. And when we create and cultivate that self-trust with our gifts, they do begin to become more prevalent and we are able to utilize them even more. And if you have a healing business or if you desire 
desire to have a healing business, then we're able to help our clients so much deeper especially when we trust ourselves. So for me, one of my soul gifts, actually, let me share both of the soul gifts that I know that I have that are unique and unique to me. So one of them is neutralizing. So yes, I am certified and trained in NLP, RRT, like all the coaching things, different styles of Reiki. I have my own style of Reiki, like whatever, all the things. And also, When clients are in my energy, their fears, limiting beliefs, the anxieties, the high emotions, or the limiting beliefs, whatever the thought patterns that they had been having, are literally just neutralized. And I didn't quite realize how profound this was until one of my Rising Phoenix clients in the first round that I had, Ruth pointed this out to me. She sent me a message and she's like, do you realize that you have this gift? Like this is actually something that you're doing. And yes, your coaching is amazing. And yes, the homework, the aligned actions are unique and they're giving me life and helping me transform. And also just your energy alone is neutralizing. So I am a neutralizer. And then another soul gift that I have is an activator. And the first time that I realized that this happened was with one of the coaches that I've had in the past that I worked with her for almost two years, I think. Her name is Rachel. The first time we got on a call together when I was trying to decide if I wanted to move forward with coaching with her, she, it was almost like the floodgates opened up and she just had download, 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 download. One thing after another was coming through to her for me and benefit for my business and my next steps. And at the end of this call, she's like, holy crap, I have literally never had a call like this ever. And things like this started happening. And then we put our heads together and I'm like, this is it. Once I started sitting down and really being like, okay, what are the common threads and the common things that are happening inside of my containers with my coaching clients, with my group coaching clients? And this was it, activating their gifts just naturally. And so it's so funny. My clients often say, you should really come with a warning sign. (laughs) Like warning, we'll step into your power and like all of these different things. But like warning, your gifts and abilities will be activated or amplified or both in the time that we are spending together because that is just one of my soul gifts. And it is so freaking awesome to be able to see all of the gifts come online and be activated and what they are for different people. And they're all so different. And yes, I have Reiki masters and Reiki healers and tarot card readers and psychics and mediums and all kinds of really powerful, amazing healers inside of my Rising Phoenix and the membership and my upcoming mini mind. And it's just like so amazing. And also, like their soul unique gifts it's just wow like we are all so connected and so different at the same time it is amazing so 
I wanted to share this with you because I know that oftentimes as healers, especially in the beginning or even as we are continuing to rise, it can be really uncomfortable to share our gifts and abilities. And I really just wanted to create the safe space to not just share mine unapologetically with you, but also for you to be like, hmm, I wonder what my gifts are. And so I'd really encourage you to pull out your journal or like go for a walk or do a workout or something or go for a drive and be like, hmm, I wonder what my gifts are. What clairs are the strongest for me? What are the superpowers that I have? And this can be even like Reiki, like reading tarot or oracle cards, pendulum work, like psychic and mediumship, like I've mentioned a few times now. And then also dive a little deeper in like, what's really unique to me? And what is it that people experience in my energy? Or what is it that I'm experiencing that not a lot of people or no one that I can think of experiences? These are your soul gifts. And it's so cool to really step into this knowingness of this is my superpower and really leaning into these. And I'm going to give you three tips to create and cultivate this self-trust with your spiritual gifts. But what I really started doing once I started understanding these gifts that I had was, I was like, cool, I'm going to start tapping into these. (laughs) Like, this is wow. This is really wild. And I would do some research and educate myself on how it was that I could amplify these. And and some of them, when they first started happening, like the ESP, or even like when my Claire audience, my Claire audience channel is the strongest. When that one really opened up, like it had been open for a very, very long time. I just didn't realize it. But when I realized it, and it really started amplifying, I guess, at that point, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And also, whoa, I'm going to use this and I'm just going to see what happens. Like, <laughs> like, let's just fuck around and find out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, okay. When it comes to stepping into self-trust with your spiritual gifts and abilities, I know that sometimes some of these things might be coming up for you. And tell me if this resonates. You can definitely slide into my DMs or you can also just energetically mm-hmm, give me some nods. Like, yeah, that resonates. So, And these are some things that I have personally noticed within myself, but also I notice within my clients when they come into my world and we start working together. So when it comes to your spiritual gifts and abilities, when it comes to also like utilizing these gifts and abilities for the collective or for a healing business or for, you know, even your world, because I know that not everybody that is a healer wants a healing business and that's okay. That is okay. We've talked about that. I've ripped on that in a whole another episode. I can't remember. If I remember which one it is, I'll pop it in the show notes for you. But sometimes what happens is this quote self-sabotage. Now, I've talked about this also in a previous ep- episode that self-sabotage is bullshit. I actually have a whole audio on self-sabotage in itself in my program Alchemize because the the energy around self-sabotage that society places on it is so fucking weird. Like, it's like we're actually doing this ourselves. And it's not 
true. <laughs> it's not like we wake up and in the morning, we're like, I'm going to have a cup of coffee and a side of sabotage the fuck out of myself, right? We're not actually saying that. So I cannot stand that term. But this is what we know that we are realizing that we're thinking that we're doing that is common. So we'll just call it this. But just know that if you're finding yourself in what I'm about to say, or you're finding yourself in quote self-sabotaging behaviors, you're not consciously doing this. This is happening on an unconscious level or that subconscious level. Remember, I'll use these words interchangeably, but it's happening on that unconscious level that you don't even realize that you're doing it, but your mind is literally trying to keep you safe. So it's redirecting you to something that isn't something that you are feeling is really useful to do, but that's what your mind is like, well, this is actually safer activity than doing this thing that I want to do, right? Okay, so let me get off that soapbox. So I know that sometimes the self-sabotage comes up, scrolling social media, avoiding doing what you want to do and what you know you need to do in your healing business or to launch your healing business. I know that sometimes there's this worry that your gifts are strong enough or maybe are they actually where they quote should be. I know that sometimes there's a lack of confidence and also a feeling like I'm just going to fade to the background to blend in with the noise of the internet, which also leads, if you have a business, this can lead to watering down your content, not saying what you actually want to fucking say, not saying what's on your heart and mind to say. If you don't have a healing business and you're not posting on social media, this also means like watering down who it is that you are. And, sh and sharing what it is that you want to share or not sharing it at all, right? And then also, sometimes this happens as well. And this one might be a little call out too, where it's like you're asking your spirit guides, you're meditating on all the things instead of actually putting your gifts into action and playing with them. It's like, how many more signs do you need? How many more neon signs do you need? <laughs> like, they are already showing up for you. You have the green light. Are you just going to go? Like green means go. <laughs> okay, so lovingly, what I want to say is if these things have been coming up for you, it's time to move forward, right? Like you did not come into my world listening to a podcast called The Untamed Healer <laughs> to sit around and just be like, oh, that resonated and do fucking nothing. So we're going to do some things. I'm going to give you some tips. You can put in some aligned actions. And even if you're just doing one thing, I don't know. Oh, it was actually my son. Oh my gosh. My son, my 11-year-old, is playing basketball. He's in sixth grade. This is the first time he's played sports in like middle school. He has played soccer and basketball as like younger, but this is the first time he's really playing for a school. And he was feeling a little bit frustrated. They have actually, it's such a small school. They have grades five through eight, but he's on the younger side of 11. And so it was really frustrating for him to feel like, oh, I'm not where the other kids are. Feeling like he was not as good as they are in that sport. And we talked about being just 1% better. 
And I'm like, go to practice and just shoot for 1% better each day. We're not shooting for 110%. Like the truth is nobody has 110% to give. We've got 100% to give, but how do we get better? It's the compound effect. Your skills and everything grows every single day over time, 1% better. So where can you just do 1%? 1% every single day. Do one thing. Remember, one thing that would feel good to have done and is possible to do. This one thing every single day and let it fucking compound because it will. It's inevitable. Okay? Okay. Sometimes we think <laughs> that we don't have the answers and then we talk to our children. We're like, holy shit, I actually can apply this to my own life. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're great at giving other people advice and sometimes we don't even listen to our own things. I'm an expert at that. My husband calls me out on that shit all the time. So anyway, I digress. Let's dive into the three tips to create and cultivate self-trust with your spiritual gifts. Are you ready? If you are feeling called to write these down, you totally can. Otherwise, just save this and come back. If it's not safe to write these down, then obviously don't, but you don't need to take notes. What I'm trusting is, and what I'm seeing for you is that you're actually going to remember these and these are going to pop into your mind. You're going to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I see this, okay? The first one is look for proof. So oftentimes when we are discovering new spiritual gifts and abilities or we are playing with the ones that we currently have, it's like, is this actually working? Is this actually activated? Is this person actually feeling this if it's Reiki or is this actually resonating with them or for them, whoever it is that we're sharing it with, or even if we're doing it for ourselves? And what I want you to do is look for proof. Look for proof as to how it is working how it is resonating with someone or even with yourself and continue to stack this proof. This is where journaling really comes in handy for a while. And every now and then I really go into like flows of, oh, I really want to stack the proof. And I will sit down with my journal and write it out before bed and reflect on my day on this proof as to how XYZ has been working in my favor. In this case, it's looking for proof as to how your spiritual gifts were actually working. You can also, when you're looking for this proof as to how your spiritual gifts are working, how they're activated, you can also write down the wins that you had within them. What is it that someone said? Did their eyes light up? Maybe they didn't say shit, but their eyes lit up. Or they were like, oh, or you could just see in their energy that it was different. And so start journaling on those and writing those out. What's going to happen is so often, especially when we're doing something new or doing something that's out of our comfort zone, your mind is actually looking for proof as to how it's not working. It's natural. So if you're finding yourself doing that sometimes, that's normal. That's what we call normal. And so what you do to flip this is you're like, okay, well, my mind is trying to keep me safe because it's looking for proof as to how it's not working. But I'm going to flip this script and I'm actually going to be like, oh, I'm noticing that I'm scanning for the threat. Like my mind, not you, but like your mind is scanning for the threat and trying to keep me safe. So let's flip this. Actually, where's the proof as to how this is working? 
Where's the proof as to how it's safe to use my gifts? What is the proof as to what people are saying when I share my gifts? And allow your mind to normalize looking for that. How do you normalize it? You catch it, you step into awareness, and you catch it. And over time, it'll become more natural to look for how things are working versus your mind going, oh, this is a threat. Let me look for how things are not working. Okay, the second tip is to be in the energy of play. When it comes to creating trust with human beings, with other people, like maybe you meet something or someone rather, maybe you meet someone new and how do you create that trust with them? Well, you allow it to happen. Like you give them an opportunity. And so when you are creating that self-trust with yourself and with your spiritual gifts, be in the energy of play. Let it show you that they're working. And this is how you can amplify them too. The more you use something, remember 1% better, the more you use something over and over, the more it's going to build. And so be in the energy of play. And let your mind see, because remember, we're high vibrating souls having a human experience. You cannot bypass the human mind. So let your mind see, oh, hey, this is actually working. Like this is actually, we're doing the things, right? So be in the energy of play. Now, this could be if you read tarot or oracle cards, maybe you're doing your own readings for yourself. Maybe you're doing like a three card poll or whatever in the morning, or maybe also you are doing like a new moon and a full moon reading for yourself or something at the beginning of the month to set intentions. Maybe it's you are doing it for friends. One of my clients inside of the Evolution Membership, every weekend, I believe it is, I could be wrong on this, but every weekend she and her bestie get on the phone and they pull cards for each other and just do like a Saturday morning, I think it is, with coffee and cards. And I'm like, that is so cool. What a fun idea. And then something that I've started integrating as well inside of the Evolution Membership is we are having a sister circle once a month. So once a month, I lead a hot seat coaching call where we get on and anybody that has something they want to be coached on, I coach them. And then we have another call where it's community led and we all hop on and they share their gifts and abilities. And we have this incredible experience of everybody having this opportunity to share something it is that they're feeling called to share to create more self-trust and confidence. So much fun. It's so much fun. So be in the energy of play. Where can you utilize your readings more, your um, Reiki and energetic healing work, your whatever, insert whatever badass ability that you have? Where is the opportunity to utilize this gift more? and be in the energy of play and being really intentional about it. And then the third tip is actually start utilizing your gifts, like actually start using them. So you notice that like two and three are very similar, right? Because you're being in the energy of play. And when it comes, let me go back to this for a second. When it comes to being in the energy of play, it's like, 
You know how when you just watch a small child just so innocently playing with their toys, there's no end goal. They're not thinking about what's going on next or what's happening. They're just allowing this creative energy and this playful energy to come to life. And so how can you tap into that more where there's not an end goal, you're not trying to reach something, you're not trying to prove anything to anyone, you're not trying to like have this like, like huge experience, but you're just in curiosity and play and creativity with what it is that you're growing and you're learning about it and you're connecting with it. And then going back to using your gifts, this is very similar where you're like, okay, where is the opportunity to use my gift today? And look for opportunities as to where you can use them. So if you have clients and you have a specific ability that it is that you want to start integrating or you want to practice more, something I really love doing if I'm noticing something new is I just let my clients know. I mean, we're all healers anyway, but I'm just like, hey, I'm going to utilize this ability and I'm super excited to have you be among the first to experience this ability. And so let's go. Even with quantum illumination Reiki, what I did with my first round of the Rising Phoenix, I was like, okay, you guys are going to be the first to experience my style of Reiki that I've personally channeled. And this is only the style that I'm using. I am not integrating any other keys from any other style of Reiki, period, dot, the end. My spirit team was super loud and clear, like, this is what we're using. And I was like, and I would love your feedback. I would love to hear how this is supporting you. Please keep me posted on the different things. And it gave me an opportunity to utilize my ability in a real situation for service of my clients. And so where's the opportunity for you to utilize your gifts? Now, maybe this is you don't have a business or if you do have a business and you're like, well, I'm not utilizing my abilities and maybe you got trained or you are trained in Reiki. So can you start integrating Reiki sessions into your coaching containers or your service containers, whatever that looks like for you? I have Reiki sessions in, I want to say pretty much all of my containers. When I say containers, like my coaching programs. And because for me, I feel that that's so useful to support my clients energetically with and clearing out like on an energetic and like cellular level and also then integrate the coaching as well. So that's what I love to do. Where's the opportunity to utilize your gifts inside of what it is that you're doing inside of your healing business? Maybe this is an opportunity to create a new service and start talking about it on social media. That would be really fun. If you don't have a business, where's the opportunity to start just sharing your gifts? If you are sensing something or you know, maybe you are an empath and you're picking up on somebody's energy. Is there something that you can do to really flip this, listen from an energy of sympathy versus empathy and be able to support someone? 
There's all kinds of different ways, and it really depends on what it is that you're noticing that your spiritual gifts and abilities are, but finding different ways to start sharing your gifts. And then this just circles back to looking for the proof, because as you start using your gifts, now you'll have the proof starting to stack. And like I said, we do this inside of the membership as well, because I feel like, well, one, one of my clients inside was like, this would be really fun for us to do. Could we do this? And I was like, yeah. And then after the first call, we were all like, even myself, I was like, that was so much fucking fun. I'm integrating into this, this into the membership now because, whoa, what a cool experience to be able to see everyone utilize their gifts and abilities. And this helped them stack the proof for themselves and build that confidence, just 1%, 1%. And that's all it is. So I hope that these tips were helpful for you. Sometimes it's like, we think it's going to be like this pow, like this whole thing. We're like, oh my God, I didn't think about this. And and maybe that was it for you. And sometimes it's like these subtle like nudges that it's like, yes, I've been feeling like I want to do this. And here's my sign to use it right? So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. Slide into my DMs and let me know what aha moment you had. And as you begin to start to create this self-trust with your own gifts and abilities, and you're noticing like the winds are stacking or they're activating and they're amplifying, let me know. I want to celebrate the fuck out of this with you because I just think this is so cool when we can come together, we can link arms and continue to rise together. And if you're like, actually, I really want to be supported and really take these to the next level and also clearing the fears around utilizing the gifts and abilities or having more support and activating and amplifying them, this is one of the things that we do inside of the Untamed Healer Mini Mind, which is a three-month group coaching container for healers. And this this specific thing that we are working on together will help you start to show up online and in person unapologetically and so that you can share your Reiki and your psychic abilities, your tarot gifts, or whatever spiritual abilities that you have. It will help you step into this deep, deep knowingness, like without a shadow of a doubt that your spiritual gifts are powerful and continue to grow and unlock them. It will also help you know that you are exactly where you're meant to be with your gifts and abilities while also cheering other healers on. Because when you see that other healers are activating and amplifying and utilizing their gifts, you just be in this knowingness that this is coming for me too. So it's no longer this energy of comparison. It's more of an energy of sisterhood and community and connection. And then also remember I said a little bit of a call out with your spirit guides being like, hello, here's your signs, neon flashing light, right? Like you'll be able to connect fully with yourself, deeply trusting yourself to make aligned AF decisions with what's coming through with your abilities and trusting that it's exactly what those around you need to hear or your clients need to hear or even yourself with your spirit guides being your homies, those that are here to protect you, guide you and support you, but they're not your guru. Like you got this, 
right? So if you're feeling like, oh, I want more information about this, link is in the show notes or slide into my DMs on Instagram. XO underscore Kristen Jones with the word untamed. And I will get you the information for all of this. Our first round actually starts the middle of March. So the week of March 11th, after we get all moved and settled in, if you're listening to this in the future and you're like, wait a second, what if I want in this now? This is an ever enrolling program. So whenever you are ready, bam, you can hop in. If you hop in now, though, at the time that I'm dropping this, you'll get extra time coaching at no extra cost within our private community chat. And you'll also get an extra month of the membership for free and all kinds of extra goodies. So go ahead and check out the information in the show notes. If you have any questions, I am here for you. I cannot wait to hear how this has supported you and I will talk to you in the next episode. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to The Untamed Healer. With each and every episode, I just know that you are moving forward and stepping more and more into your power and taking up space at the table. Be sure to check out the show notes for all relevant information mentioned throughout this episode. And if we're not friends on Instagram, be sure to give me a follow. I love to connect with my soul family. If you haven't yet, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review on iTunes. This lets me know that you're enjoying what I'm providing you and helps other healers and lightworkers find their way to our corner of the internet so they too can step into their power with courage and confidence. Until next time, let's rise.